0: what's up peeps we're back as always i'm your host lee benson thank you so much for joining us for our podcast edition of the aew insider We are just two subs away from doing our drawings, So share the shit out of this podcast and the YouTube videos, please, so somebody gives it a gander or a listen, and then we can get our 300 subs. I'm waiting to do the drawing until then. We will do the drawing for the WWE Elite Fiend action figure, and I will announce our next giveaway during that video. So until we get two more subs, we're going to have to wait. You still have time to enter for the prize, too, until we do that. Uh, I will tell you how you could do that at the end of the show. We're actually at 299 subs, but somebody unsubscribed, which sucks, but what are you going to do? So we need two more, and then we'll have the drawing, but we'll get back to that. Now on this episode, we will cover such stories as the Good Brothers talking Shopamania Part 2 and their Impact run so far. Will Ospreay's new faction might be getting a heavy hitter joining the group soon. Leo Rush talks WWE and getting along with people behind the scenes. And tonight, AEW announced not one, not two, but three video games that are coming soon and so much more. Now, since this is the AEW Insider, we'll kick it off with AEW News. AEW. Now, definitely check out AEW Dark Tonight if you missed it. In an opening match against Luther and his partner, Devon Dudley's two oldest sons actually made their de- debut on Dark Tonight. They've been wrestling for quite a while and are very good. They take a lot of flack because they actually embrace that they are related to the Dudley Boys and do incorporate some of their moves into their move set. I do wish them the best, and I dig their ring work and their gimmicks that they had before this. I watched the match. It was actually pretty decent, so check it out. Uh, Cody Rhodes was interviewed by Bleacher Report last week. In it, he discussed politics and working for Stephen Mell's new wrestling drama called Heels. About Stephen Mell's stars wrestling drama Heels. I think everyone I know in Hollywood sent me to treatment for heels. If you know anything about two brothers from a wrestling family in Georgia, it starts to sound very familiar. I think anything Steven touches turns gold. He was an inspiration to me when I got to see him in Arrow and when he came to work with us all at All In and prior to that in WWE. He came in with his ears open and he was exposed to this new bubble. I will always be there if he needs help. I love wrestling, and I would love for it to be presented the way it really is. It's special to a lot of people. And if you do a show about wrestling and you don't get wrestling right, you might not get the audience. I, if I, Excuse me. I think if anyone could do it, Stephen Kent. So, I mean, it's a drama and about wrestling. I mean, it sounds fucking awesome. I can't wait to see it myself. And about Cody Rhodes' political aspirations. I have a ton of desire to do more acting, so as long as it doesn't conflict with my job here. He said, I'm 35 and I said, I've only wanted to wrestle for five more years. I have political aspirations. I would love to run for Senate in the great state of Georgia. I wanna help with the spirit influence I have created. I always say, if you do the work, it will pay off. That's why I love Brandy. She is so incredibly hardworking and we have to remind each other to be present often. But when we, we excuse me, but when we are, it's very special. That's great. If he rides or goes for politics, he'll definitely fucking win, especially if he goes to his home state. That's very, very cool. Now tonight AEW had a big video game announcement, even though it was leaked during the day uh what you call it? their website actually updated and showed three things and it leaked the whole fucking thing it was online and it was crazy uh it did say show that if they were working with you to actually make the game and youths used to be really really good but they are hit and miss so that didn't worry worry me it was supposed to start at 6 p.m eastern time and at the time of writing this it was 6 30 p.m and they still didn't do the reveal People online were bitching at them on Twitter, myself included. At 6.45, they went live, and Kenny Omega came out as Steve Jobs. It was hilarious. It was a recorded segment. Uh, He gave the history of AEW from January 2019 and now, and their first video games. First, he announced their console game with in-game footage. It looked great. Then they announced their mobile game. It's a GM mode where you actually get to run everything in AEW for your cell phone. You book matches, you hire talent, you rake in the dough it looked great also. And for the finale, they announced a third, that's right, a third AEW game. Uh, Like I said, they were all leaked online, blah, blah, blah. But this third one's actually gonna be out in December and it's a mobile game. It looked like an AEW casino game, actually, from the trailer. Uh, The other two games didn't have an announcement date. They said they had people in Japan and America working on the games. And they enlisted the help of none other, the video game legend, by his nickname, God Asad, who is behind WWE's No Mercy and Def Jam Fight for New York, plus other wrestling classic games. So it's good to know it's in good hands, and I can't fucking wait for their console version. Like, that's crazy. crazy. Fucking WWE, F, uh, WWF no, or E, No Mercy, and Def Jam games were fucking pioneers and the best. If they make it like that, it's going to be so long. And finally for AEW, Lance Archer did a good interview today with Chris Van VanVleet. It's on YouTube. You definitely have to give it a gander. All right, Pete, so when we get back, we'll get on to some WWE news. We have some Impact Wrestling news, and we also have some New Japan Pro Wrestling news. All right, so make sure you tune back in. All right, Peeves, thank you very much for coming back. Remember to stick around to the end of the episode to hear how you could win a WWE Elite Fiend action figure. Remember to show us some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1 as in a number one. Let's move on to WWE. Well, WWE has to be out of the Anway Center by December and it is reported that they have been scouting a new home to call home for their live shows. Well, on his most recent podcast, Dave Meltzer said that they were looking at the Tropicana Park. And then John Alba tweeted, it's not impossible that WWE could run Tropicana Field, an idea that Dave Meltzer did discuss. And it would give the flexibility to run bigger events. But it's a downgrade in terms of facility quality. And the power has gone on, gone out there multiple times during Ray's uh, baseball games in the last couple of years. Rumors are that WWE is bringing back their tribute to the troops, their yearly show that they do for the military. No date has been announced as of right now, but rumors are is that it will air in December. And there's also rumors backstage that they want to bring back No Way Jose. They trademarked a thing called the Way, and people will think it's for him, but that's not confirmed yet. Ray Mysterio appeared on Lillian Garcia's show. It's called Chasing Glory. He revealed when and where he plans on retiring. Ray said, I'll be 45 in December, and I don't see myself going past 50. That's for sure. My body feels great right now. I've been doing new methods of therapy, stem cells, hyperbaric chambers, cryo chambers, CBDs, you know, a lot of things that benefit me. I think that has given me more longevity. And when Lillian asked him if he will finish career, his career in WWE, Ray said, Definitely yes. He replied, If you want to stay, excuse me, he replied on if you did want to retire there. He says, Once you enter here, you can't go any higher than this. This is where I've always envisioned myself finishing my career. So that's pretty cool. And a lot of people will be happy. Now, on the new Japan Pro Wrestling. The G1 climax, uh, it during the G1 climax, Will Osprey betrayed his longtime faction, Chaos, and he actually started his own new faction called the Empire. Rumors are the next member to be joining will be Jeff Cobb, which sounds awesome because Cobb's a beast. I always give New Japan Pro Wrestling props because they did—they excuse me, I can't even talk—they deserve it. They have great events and legit long month pay per views, and when they get them wrestling, they do these backstage fucking segments, and it's the best. If you do not watch New Japan, you really should. Trust me. On to Impact Wrestling. The Good Brothers sat down with the Wrestling Epicenter and they discussed a lot of things, excuse me, such as Shopamania Part 2 and their Impact Run. So about their Impact Wrestling Run, Carl Anderson said, oh man, it's great. We got a great set of bosses, Don Callis and Scott D'Amour. That's what we're working for. We've got a hell of a roster and we're putting out some great content right now. Great TV, great pay-per-views, as you saw, Bounded for Glory. Uh, and we got a great show coming up. It's called Turning Point on the Impact Plus app, where we are challenging the North for the Impact Wrestling Tag Team Championships. And then Gallo said, We were literally on the phone with Scott D. Moore yesterday talking about our 10-year impact plan because we want to stay here and stay here forever. And we're, if we're having fun like this, it's just great. It's being real. We got to take a break, real quick, peace. When I get back, we will talk about who the Good Brothers want to face in a dream match at Impact Wrestling. With, uh, about some cameos and talk shop of Mania Two, and we'll get to that Leo Rush story. I'll be right back. All right, peeps, thank you very much for coming back. Let's finish up the show. Remember to stick around to the end of the episode to find out how you can win that WWE Elite Fiend action figure. Let's get back to Impact Wrestling and the Good Brothers talking about who their dream opponents are in Impact Wrestling. Carl Anderson said, I'm glad Eat the Page did call us out because they need these matches just as much as us. It's been good for everybody. Gallo said, The North are guys that we wanted to work with for quite a while once we found out about them. Ethan Page is is a very charismatic guy, and Josh Alexander can wrestle with the best of them. And I'm sorry I'm laughing because this is the third time I recorded that part and I said it totally fine I screw up now. But anyway, they said this is a dream match at Turning Point and we call it hitting the cycle. We've held the WWE tag team titles multiple times, the IWGP tag team titles multiple times, and it's time to win the Impact Wrestling tag team titles and show that while we have fun at Talking Chopper Mania, we get it done in a ring with the best of them. They asked if there's going to be any cameos, like there was in part one of *Talking Shop* mania. Carl Anderson said, oh my goodness, it's loaded down with those. We've got Big Papa Pump, Scott Steiner. We've got The Powers of Pain, The Warlord, and The Barbarian. We've got Vincent, a.k.a. Virgil, a.k.a. Soul Train Jones down there. We're pulling guys out you haven't seen in a while, from Mike Knox to Kevin Furtig. We've got Ricky Moran and Robert Gibson, The Rock and Roll Express. Help me out, boys. Gallo said, and that is the really cool thing. Like Raven's flock can come in for our first show, but they won't be on their second show, but when we do a third one, they can come back. Everyone just wants to be involved right now, which is kind of cool. We've gotten a lot of calls asking us to be on Tolkien of Mania. It's cool to have D'Lo Brown in on this one. I would love to have Stone Cold come in and do one of these, which Carly Anderson replied, oh, hell yeah. There's a lot more in that interview, so definitely check it out on such sites as eWrestling.com or the Wrestling Epicenter for the rest of it, because it was really, really good. Now, on to our random wrestling and sporting news story. Leo Rush. He did an interview with Wrestling Inc. daily, and they discussed WWE management, him getting let go, and more. Was he, They asked him if he was surprised by his WWE release. Leo said, During the pandemic, yes, it surprised me. Am I surprised that they released me? I don't think I am. I'm not surprised that they released me, but I am surprised that they released me along with a hundred plus other people during the pandemic. That's pretty shitty. Like I said, though, things happen for a reason. I'm sure my reason is going to come up really, really soon if it hasn't already. So things are moving in a positive direction for me me being let go by wwe it was not something that was so pivotal that it changed my life forever and now i'm ruined and i can't do anything and on the disconnect with wwe management Rush said, I'm not going to say that there weren't mistakes made by me. I'm sure that even if they were right or wrong, I feel that they were on my part, maybe. It could have been handled a little bit differently. I think my feelings with certain situations were right, and I had a right to feel that way. But I'm not going to just put the blame completely on one person, uh, excuse me, on one side of the story. There's a difference between somebody who's been doing this for years and for a long time. And somebody in my position started out when I was 18 years old and accomplished so many things in that time span that I accomplished. I don't know what the fuck he was saying there. But anyway, all right, peeps, that's it for this episode. I thank you guys so so much for being so supportive, for listening, giving their views. Our last view on YouTube was already past 750 views, which is outstanding. Uh, If you do want to win that WWE Elite Fiend Action figure, you can do it one or two ways. You can go to our Facebook group and just simply just join our group. Besides that, you can go to YouTube under the AEW Insider and Facebook's under the AEW Insider also. Uh, Go to YouTube and be a subscriber. Besides that, like, share, and comment on any on any video, and you're entered. So I beg of you guys, like, share, and comment the videos and the podcast because as soon as we get two more subs, we'll do this drawing, and I will be sending somebody a WWE Elite Fiend action figure. Remember to show some love on all major podcasting platforms, also on Facebook and YouTube under the AEW Insider, and on Twitter under the AEW Insider 1 as in the number 1. As as always, I'm your host, Lee Benz, and I'll talk to your cats in a couple days. Ciao, peeps.